It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Mets reporter, Anthony DeComo, as we continue to make our way around the Mets roster as we get ready for the 2017 season and spring training down in Port St. Lucie, which is, I think, technically less than a month away now as far as pitchers and catchers reporting. Uh, Today on the podcast, we cover the corner infield, which is a spot which... Most teams depend upon for strength. The Mets would like that to be the case. But, Anthony, there's certainly a lot of question marks around third base and first base for this team in 2017. The good thing is, at least at third base, it seems like there, there's a backup plan. But let's, let's start there at the hot corner. If all goes well, David Wright will be healthy. And while he's not going to play 150 games, certainly for this team, he'll be in there well over 100 games, have a nice season, and all will be happy in flushing. What are the chances that actually happens? Well, it seems like we've had the same conversation regarding David Wright pretty much every year for the last four or five years. And that is, uh, you know, maybe not the most likeliest thing in the world that he'll be healthy, but the Mets are hoping that he will be. And, and every year that goes by, it becomes a little a little less likely, a little less hard to see that happening. Um, You know, it's been a few years now since David Wright has had a full, healthy season. Uh, He's coming off that neck surgery that robbed him of most of last season. And, and, you know, you can focus on the neck and on on that aspect of his health, but but another thing that people don't really talk about that that did was it kind of took him away from all the intensive rehab and physical therapy and everything he was doing to keep his back in shape. Uh, He still has spinal stenosis. He will have spinal stenosis for the rest of his life. And only just now is he really getting back into baseball activities here in January. And really, is he able to start to get back into those uh, physical therapy exercises and whatnot that, that allow him to get on the field? You know, we talked about in 2015 how David Wright was needing to show up at the ballpark at crazy hours in the afternoon, six, seven hours before game time, uh, just to make it onto the field. And, and that's the type of thing that's not going to go away. And uh, I'm not trying to paint the grim picture here, but it's just reality for David Wright at age 34. Uh, it certainly does not mean he cannot be a productive player for the Mets, and the Mets are holding out hope that he can be. Uh, this is a guy who is still the heart and soul of the franchise. He's obviously the captain. And the past couple of years, particularly down the stretch in 2015, when he was healthy, when he was able to get on the field, uh, he was reasonably productive, at least on the offensive side. Certainly there are some uh, questions about him defensively. Can he still hack it at third base, particularly with his throwing? Um, Is he going to be strong enough to make those throws consistently across the diamond? Um, But the Mets are hopeful for all of this, and they know that if there's one player around baseball who's going to put in the work, if there's one player around baseball who is capable of overcoming all of these things that we're talking about, all of these uh, doomsday-type chats that we have about David Wright, uh, it is David Wright. He, he's the guy who will put in that work, who will do everything within his, possible, within his power excuse me, that he possibly can to get on the field and to stay on the field. And, and what does that ultimately look like? 
nobody knows. David Wright doesn't know. Uh, Terry Collins doesn't know. Certainly you or I do not know. Uh, but the Mets are hopeful, yeah, that he can play. Maybe maybe it's three out of every four games. Maybe it's four out of every five. Maybe it's two out of every five. But whatever it can be uh, will be a nice thing for the Mets because he is their leader. He is their captain. Uh, David Wright is the guy that still, uh, while he might not be the most important player uh, from an X's and O's standpoint at this point in his career, uh, he is the heart and soul of this team, and the Mets, the Mets sorely need him. And when Wright's not out there at third base, more than likely Jose Reyes is the guy that steps in, whether that's when Wright gets days off or in a more permanent role if Wright gets hurt for a long period of time. At least that's a nice backup plan to have. Yeah, and last year you know, the Mets went into spring training with – Wilmer Flores as that guy, and he was supposed to be the super sub who was going to play all four infield positions, which he did, um, but he didn't do it necessarily particularly well for much of the summer. Uh, he had some injuries himself, Wilmer Flores did. Uh, he didn't really distinguish himself defensively on the left side of the infield, and he certainly didn't distinguish himself offensively against right-handed pitchers. Uh, he, he kind of developed into a platoon player, really good against lefties, uh, but not that productive against righties. Um, I think the Mets have a lot more confidence going into 2017 with Jose Reyes as that backup plan. Um, he's going to play at third base. He's going to play at shortstop. He might even play a little second. He might even play a little outfield. But third base is where the Mets really need Jose Reyes the most because even if David Wright is healthy, you're going to see Jose Reyes starting at third base once or twice per week. Um, you know, David Wright will need that rest, first of all. And second of all, the Mets really like Jose Reyes as their everyday or close-to-everyday leadoff hitter. So they're going to find ways – to get him in the lineup. He's the one regular on this team uh, that still has some speed. Now, he's not the burner he was back in 2007, 2008, uh, but he's still, he's still pretty uh, quick there on the base pass. He can still steal a base every now and then. And he's still a very good hitter, I think underrated throughout his career for just his hitting skill. Obviously won a batting title uh, back in 2012, I believe it was. Um, so the Mets are excited about what Jose Reyes can bring. This was part of the deal when they signed him last summer was that they negotiated having him under team control for 2017. And, and it's really important given the state of David Wright because maybe Jose Reyes starts 40 games at third base this year. Maybe he starts 140 games at third base this year. I don't think either uh, possibility would be super surprising. And uh, the Mets, uh, just given, given what David Wright has gone through, given the uncertainty regarding his health, they really need Jose Reyes uh, to step up and be a factor at third base regardless of what happens with anyone else. All right, you move across the diamond, and Lucas Duda is obviously a guy who's capable of hitting 30 home runs in a season, capable of being a guy you can depend on in the middle of that lineup. That wasn't the case a year ago because of injuries, and once he went down, really it was it was guy after guy the Mets tried to plug the hole with, and, and nothing really worked out. So Duda seems like... While Wright's important, there's a backup plan. It seems like there's still really no backup plan for Lucas Duda at first base. He needs to play well. Yeah, absolutely. There's not that same type of safety net. Um, you've got Wilmer Flores back there, and he will start at first base, certainly against left-handed pitchers. But you know, if Lucas Duda gets hurt again and you're forced to plug Wilmer Flores in there every day at first base um, against right-handed pitchers, uh, this offense might be in a little bit of trouble. But uh, they're, again, confident as they are with all players that Lucas Duda will be healthy. And, look, I'm a Lucas Duda apologist. I have been for a long time. He's not the most popular player with fans. Uh, but I do think he deserves a little more credit for what he's done, uh, certainly in 2014 and 2015, before the injury last year. 
Uh, he was a really rock-solid player over there at first base. He was a good defender, um, and he had 30 homer power. Uh, he had, I believe, 58 home runs between those two seasons. Um, and, you know, while that's not like the mashers out there, that's not like the Paul Goldschmidt's of the world, the Freddie Freeman's maybe, the, the best offensive players at that position, um, is an average to above average production level at first base. And really, he was not the Mets' problem. Uh, Lucas Duda was a good player, and if he can just get back to that level, uh, he doesn't need to be the guy, the engine that carries this offense. Uh, that's what Yohannes Cespedes is here for. Uh, the Mets are looking to their outfielders for a lot of production. Uh, certainly they're looking to their middle infielders, and Drupal Cabrera and Neil Walker for a lot of power production. So they just need Lucas Duda to be a steady left-handed power contributor at first base. And the most important thing Lucas Duda can do is get out there 140-plus times. Um, the Mets are pretty confident that uh, his back woes are behind him and he'll be able to do that. Uh, but like you said, there's not a lot of safety net back there. So uh, he's a very important player, I think underrated important player for a Mets team uh, that really got very, very little production out of first base last year. Um, James Loney did a nice job at times but he also had long stretches of the summer where he just was not productive at all in replacing uh, Lucas Duda. Well, now Duda's back, and he kind of needs to get back to those levels of production that he showed in 2014 and 2015. And, and he's still a relatively young player, early 30s. There's no reason why he can't do it. How about the defense from Duda? Because obviously the, the play in the World Series stands out in, in fans' minds as kind of his maybe a disastrous example of defense. But overall, how is Duda around the bag when you get to see him on a day-to-day basis? I know he's not great as far as the metrics go. Yeah, you know, I think he's actually a little underrated. I think he's an average, uh, maybe slightly below average defensive uh, first baseman. But he showed flashes where he can move pretty well, and he can even at times has put together some stretches, uh, full seasons, I would say, where he's been above average. So I think, you know, it's one of those situations where I I always talk about Carlos Beltran, right? One of the greatest, if not the greatest, free agent signings the Mets have ever had, um, but disliked by and large. And a big part of that is because of one play in his career, and that was the called strike three against Adam Wainwright in the 2006 NLCS. Um, Does that really change the fact that he helped bring the Mets there, that he was this super productive player for seven years? Uh, No, it shouldn't. And nor do I think one play in Lucas Duda's career uh, should change what Mets fans think about him. Uh, it wasn't a great play, uh, but, and, and certainly Lucas Duda feels that he should have made that play, but uh, it shouldn't overshadow what he's accomplished with the Mets, and he has accomplished quite a bit. Uh, again, those, those 30 homer seasons, um, he, he certainly has never been bad defensively over there at first base. Uh, you know, I think Lucas Duda deserves a little bit more credit than, than maybe a lot of fans are willing to give him and uh, that, that is defensively as well as offensively. Well, that's your New York Mets corner infield position. It's a spot that could be a, a strong point for this team. Who knows? Or there could be a lot of question marks throughout the 2017 season. Only time will tell. That'll do it for this edition of MLB.com Extras, our Mets edition. For Anthony Tacoma, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. We'll cover the middle infield. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free at-bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay. 
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.